It's the Andy Thompson Show on ESPN 97.7. Uh, we welcome in uh, Poppy for this week's tailgate tour. How's it going, Poppy? Welcome to the program. Great. Thank you. I'm glad to hear you advertising for people that have senior abuse. I don't, I don't want anybody abusing me, so I'm glad there's a, a place my someone can go to complain about Sometimes that. people say that you suffer senior abuse on this segment sometime from, from me, uh, no. some of my opinions. <laughs> uh, we'll see if we can avoid that this week. Uh, do we have any cleanup from last week? Actually, no cleanup. I think we covered the topic. There was not too much really that I forgot to include, so I think we're ready to go to the next thing, which the, to this week there's a lot to talk about with this whole uh, playoff scandal. Yes. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to hear your take. Um, you know, me and Max talked about it a little bit yesterday. We're on kind of opposite sides of this thing. So I'm interested to see where you stack up in this argument. Yeah. And I, I heard a little bit of your show yesterday. So I want, I've got kind of a more conversational thing. I'm not going to do a ranking. I just, I'm interested in your opinion about what I bring up and Max's and Bernsey's too. Okay. So hopefully this will be interactive. Fantastic. I, I I would open by saying I think it's fitting that the last year of the four-team, people call it a playoff. I prefer not to call it a playoff. For me, it's a four-team invitational tournament. There's nothing really about a playoff about it. And, and so I'm glad that it's, it's causing all this controversy and people are ticked off about it and anxious to be done with it. And no one is, is more excited about being done with it than, than me, except I'm not sure that 12, this thing next year, it'll be better but people are already saying there's going to be discussions and, and arguments about who gets in and who gets in and who doesn't. So that's never going to go away. That's why I've got a new idea, I think. Oh, okay. So you're proposing a new idea to solve this problem indefinitely. I hope so. I, I think 12 is better than four. And, and I don't know that 12 is so much the wrong number as the way we're, we're going to get to it. I'm just afraid that we're going to end up with five or six SEC teams. And, yes four or five Big Ten teams and, and precious few spots for the Big 12 or the ACC. That's my problem. Yeah, because there's going to be conference champions who will get in, but then you've got a lot of empty spots for a committee to screw things up by, you know, like you say, maybe overloading it with SEC teams or, or whoever. Okay, very good. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, I think really the biggest fallacy that no one talks about is that you've got the conferences and the conferences set the schedule for the in-conference games. But nobody has any, any in oversight over the individual schools scheduling their non-conference games. Mm-hmm. And so everybody schedules these pansy. I mean, Michigan scheduled Eastern Carolina, UNLV. And UNLV turned out to be good this year. But when they scheduled them four years ago, UNLV was winning one game a year. Yes. So they scheduled them as a patsy. They, they, so the, the, the not, first of all, the Big Ten is full of patsies already. And then you add the non-conference schedule of East Carolina, UNLV, and Bowling Green, and Michigan <laughs> is never tested. I mean, I can't, I can't get over the fact that Fox Sports paid the Big Ten $7 billion for the right to their football games, and then they don't have any input. They don't have any requirements that you're going to schedule some yes. decent games. Yes. And the other thing about scheduling patsies is, guess what? Eastern Carolina, UNLV, and Bowling Green – they all go to Ann Arbor to play. These are all home games. Yes. So these, so these overmatched games, Alabama never leaves the state of Alabama until after, after Halloween. And so all these home games against Patsy's, 
is just an unfair advantage for these schools and an unfair disadvantage for the small schools that go in and get blown away. Uh, so far, we're in 100% agreement. Max, are you with Poppy? Um, yeah, for the most part, yes. Okay. Um, you know, I mean, I, I, you know, I've been talking for a while. Like, if if you play in a weaker conference, Florida State and the ACC, you have to schedule big time people in the non conference. And yeah. I, I loved game one against LSU. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Be, being able to line that up and yeah. beat the crap out of them the way they did that was awesome. And that's what you need more of in college right. football, right? I mean, I think we need to start doing a thing where. You know, we finish the year, things like that, and then we say, okay, next season we're gonna do like in like kind of how like like they do in basketball, like the 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 Big Ten SEC Challenge or whatever. But do yeah. it for football, where you line up, okay, the winner of the Big Twelve is gonna play the winner of the SEC Week One, yeah, right, and then and then the second place plays second place, third yeah. place plays, plays third place. That's been kind of my solution for these. Patsy preseason games, things like that. I know that the smaller schools love them because they make so much money off of them, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, um, uh, Utah State was got like the second most money ever as Bama paid him almost three million dollars to go out to Tuscaloosa, and Blake Anderson was pissed off about it yeah. and things like that, right? Yeah. Um, last year, but uh, but yeah, so I know the smaller schools would would wouldn't want that because they're purely in it for the money. Right. I mean, I don't know how much BYU paid us to go up there and play them a couple of years ago, but we were able to do that. Right. And so I know the smaller schools will lose that benefit. But just for again, like you said, for, for TV eyes and for for promotional things. Right. Why not? Why can't we see the best of the best play early in the season? Right. Make to make Alabama leave Tuscaloosa before October. Yeah. Make make Michigan leave the big house and go play, you know, you know, in L.A. against USC or something like that. Right. Make them do it earlier than just in the conference. Yeah. Very good. And I think the way you have to do that right now, the incentive is to have wins. Everybody thinks if I'm undefeated, I'm going to get in. Well, Florida State proved that that's not the case. Right. Being undefeated isn't the deal. Right. So the way you incentivize it is you say to these teams, You've got to have a strength. What we're valuing to get in the, into the new new system is strength of schedule. So you schedule these high priority games in your non conference to boost your strength of schedule. Anyway, I got I got four or five ideas that I'd like to bounce off of you guys and see what you think. Can, okay. Can I just say real quickly too? Love the idea, but I also do think. Uh, we're talking about three, four, at least two games that are incredibly lopsided. I think it is good to schedule one bad team every so often or a team that you should clearly beat simply due to the fact alone that it creates some of the best moments in sports, right? When an Appalachian state beats a Texas (laughs) A&M or something like that. And we all, we all laugh about it. So it's always good to have those moments, but also it also helps us determine who the really good teams are. Because if you struggle against an FCS opponent or you struggle against a bottom tier FBS opponent, like that also impacts you right in the rankings. And so I feel like it's good to know you're going to have games where teams win by 40, 45. Utah State takes their quarterback midway out through the first quarter against Alabama because that's just how it is. But you also have some really interesting ones. So maybe just lower and limit yeah. the amount of yeah. uh, the amount of bad teams or teams that you're heavily favored against games. Maybe just one. And it, yeah. even more interesting, you talk about being on the road? Absolutely. Go make Michigan play UNLV in Vegas. All right, and then call it good, and that can be your one bad team. You have to sacrifice, go on the road. It'd be tough to do, but I'm in favor of at least one bad game just for funsies. Yeah, and you'll—I think you'll see when I make when I make my recommendations that there is an allowance for that, and 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 so I'm hoping for your support as I'm going to run for the commissioner of the new (laughs) college football league, and I hope that I can have your support. Okay, very good.
All right, so my, my first idea is, you know, we, we have a one football league. We, we, we talk about going from five power conferences to four, which is really going to be two super conferences and then two others. And I think that there needs to just be one college football league and, and, and division one. Yeah. And, 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 and exists, it exists for football only. All the other sports stay in their regular conferences. So there's no reason to, to drag your baseball teams all over the country just because you want to make yes. a, a conference for football schools. Yes. So you make, you make a, a national uh, college football league of 133 uh, uh, college football programs in Division One, and you break them into two divisions. I've got 56 that would be in the top division, and the other 77 would be in the other. And, and then you don't have to worry about these, these power conferences and smaller conferences uh, because they're going to play with that. They're going to play their not their their conference games within groups of eight. So the, I, I sent a I sent out a list there too. You can see yes. I've got everybody ranked. So that was that was created by a the FPI index for the last four years. I take a four year average, and so I got teams one through I think one thirty seven. You take the first 50, 56 of those, and you put them into eight small conferences of seven teams. And every year they would schedule those 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 other six schools in their conference, and then they would play all the six, and then they would be able to play other schools of local interest around their area. So Utah would would play. Let me get down to the bottom here, so I can use an example. I don't think you. I didn't send you this part. I should have. But for example, in in the Utah conference, they, they, they would be the number. Two team Alabama is the number one team in that group, so every every group of eight or every group of seven teams is stratified where there's an A team, a B team, a C team, and so on based on their power ranking. So Utah's number one, or Alabama's number one. Utah's B would be their second best team. Then Tennessee, Kentucky, Miami, Oregon State, North Carolina State. That's just a sample. They would play each other, and then. Utah would go out in their other six games, and, and it would be scheduled. They would play BYU and Utah State and Colorado and Arizona and Colorado State and UNLV and maybe one FCS team. So that there would be a mixture of playing teams at your level, but also being able to jump up. As Bernsey says, Utah State gets a chance at both BYU and, and Utah and, and even Southern Utah. Well, they, yeah, they're going to be Division One, right? Southern Utah and Utah Tech are going to be Division One they'll have an opportunity at some point to be able to play these better schools in the non-conference league. But, but, then, but this way, at the end of the season, you've got a winner of each of those eight conferences that are, that are equally situated, and then they can go on and play. So, so that's so, kind of my view. So it's kind of – so it's, it's geographically oriented to a certain extent, but then also just uh, there's, there's a parity element to it where you want to pair across the country – these teams together, right? So am I understanding yeah. that correctly? So Alabama and, yeah. and Utah are somehow in the same division? Yeah, they're in the same conference because Alabama Alabama's in the top eight, Utah's in the next eight, and, and, and so every tier has a representative. So there's diversity within the group. So everybody gets a chance to play somebody better, but they're but it's not blowout. These are these are good games. These are these are competitive yes. games yeah. for every single one of them. Yeah. And then you have then you'd have a winner of that of that conference that would be automatically in the playoff, and then you'd have the next best 
the next best eight based on their performance, their strength of schedule and their performance, be in the tournament, and then you'd have a, a playoff with 16. And, and, and the, the playoffs would happen in December. So you take a week or two break, and then you use the bowl games to play your, your tournament so the, so the winners in the, in the top eight winners of the, of the group of 56 would play in bowl games. And then, then the, the next group, the, what I call the JV, that's not a very flattering term, but, but they would be the next, the, next 70, the next 77 would be in groups of eight, and those eight winners would play each other in a tournament of their own. And then as they win, they would go to the next bowl game. So the bowl games would have good competitive games. They'd have playoff games in Division One, And at the end of the year, you'd have a Premier League, the, the higher-level league champion, having won their games. And you'd also have that lower tier that would have a champion. I love it. And, uh, and, then, and then after four years, you take the top teams from the lower tier and move them up to the upper tier, and the and the bottom teams from the upper tier and move them down. So there's always incentive to to play better teams, play better games, improve your program, win games, or be relegated down. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. All right, welcome back. Thanks for being with us. Tailgate Tour continues uh, with Poppy, who is the uh, proposing to be the new commissioner of uh, a new <laughs> a new college football, and where he's trying to garner our support. And uh, right now, I would say Max and Rustin kind of on the fence, waiting to hear more. Now, Poppy, we've only got a few, <laughs> we've only got a few minutes, so we've got a hustle before before six o'clock and the show ends. So, uh, where do we leave off? Well, I was kind of done. I just think I just think we put everybody in the group, take the other sports out, just let it be football only, and play the best football games we can find. That's my point. I love it. And to me, it's similar to the idea of basically NFLizing college football yeah. in divisions. You got crossover games. Every NFL game is good. It's not like the NFL goes down and plays a a, a arena league team, or then it plays right. a USFL team in their preseason. They, they, every game is good in the NFL, and it sounds to me like that's one of the emphasis of doing that, and also saving these other non football sports from having to send your lacrosse team to go play Rutgers if you're UCLA. Max, your overall thoughts about Poppy's proposal, and will you be voting for him for commissioner of, of this new league? Yeah, you know, I I, I like everything that's, that's been presented. It's been pretty good. I'd probably need a couple more details to kind of be able to hash it out more, but I like the concept of what's being brought. But again, you know, I, I like what Rustin talked about as well, that not only does it give us good moments, but it's also a good measuring stick for a lot of these Power 5 schools playing lower-level schools. Like, again, Tennessee played Austin P pretty close at the beginning of the season. Tennessee ended up not being very good, right? Appalachian State beats a highly ranked uh, Texas A&M team who, you know, was they only play good against Alabama at home. <laughs> and yeah. and right. like that's our one game, and then, but they're not very good. So, so it does give them the measuring sticks. But also, too, having this 12-team playoff, I think, is going to encourage more of these hard games as well because, again, you're going to have teams who, are, who, who will have two, maybe three, if they're good quality losses, yeah. um, who are going to be in this 12-team in this playoff. Now it's kind of like the NFL where you're more playing – for seeding, then you you know you got to take out that that twelfth game or that that twelfth seed because that's always going to belong to the to the top of uh, to the top oh, group of five. Yeah, team. the top yeah. group. Thank you, the top group of five team. But the top eleven, you're just playing for seeding. You're not playing for oh, am I going to get in? Am I going to get left out? Because everyone's going to have you know probably one if not two loss. I think you're going to you're going to see less and less undefeated teams now as we move, as we move forward. 
Well, and Good. one of the things I like most about Poppy's proposal, which I think he may have stolen from me, which is the, the group of five, or as he calls them, the JV group, is going to compete for their own national championship. So like instead that. of going to the Idaho Potato Bowl and playing a, a meaningless bowl game, you have a chance to play your own eight-team playoff every year, just like the FCS does, mm-hmm. and have some pride in winning a national title if you're San, San Diego State or if you're Boise State or some of these great FCS programs who oftentimes have to go play a meaningless game that nobody cares about. Bernsey, your, your thoughts, yeah. and are you voting for Poppy? I am. I, I'll, I'll make this simple, Poppy. <laughs> I'll tell you what. You come to me and say... I want to make college football games more competitive. I want to make them more meaningful. And I want to make the postseason make more sense. Because that's the funniest thing about college football that we never talk about. No one goes and expects a G League team to hang with the Los Angeles Lakers. Right. All right. right. You don't expect the the Saskatchewan Rough Riders to go beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. But in college football, it's like, you want glory? Yeah. All right, Utah State. Go take down Ohio State. Right. It's not happening, yeah. and it won't ever happen. So I do like kind of kind of clearing things up to where everybody's got their own chance. They're they're fittingly put in their own group, and it's just funny that that with with the amount of colleges we have, I understand why it is that way. And the playoffs is going to be exciting. More teams, the merrier. Love that. That's great. But also, let's be honest. If the number twelve team went and played anybody in the top four right now. It's probably not going to be pretty. Like, are you riding with Ole Miss to take down a Michigan or a Washington right now? There's really only five, six, seven teams who legitimately have a case. So you're just doing it for the sake of doing it. So anything with purpose, I'm all about it. And, Poppy, I think you got purpose right now. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and and think about the bowls. We're going to start on the 15th or or the 17th of December with these crappy bowls. How much more would the bowls like to have the the First round of the playoffs, whether it be the top tier or the lower tier, if Utah State's in the in the lower tier playoffs against uh, Appalachian State, yeah. they're going to play a meaningful game in Tennessee for a bowl game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I stole the, that idea from you yeah. or if you stole it. F- I was going to say that. Yeah, you stole that idea from me before <laughs> I stole it from you. I love the idea of imbuing these lame bowls with a bracket. That would make everything so much better. All right. Uh, that's Tailgate Tour of Mr. Poppy. If you uh, jumped on late and want to catch the full thing, we'll podcast it on uh, the Andy Thompson Show. we got to go. We've got stuff for you on ESPN tonight. We've got the jazz for you in 30 minutes on Fox Sports Utah. Poppy, we'll talk to you again next week. And uh, have a great weekend. I guess no college football. we got to wait for a couple weeks. But we'll talk to you again yeah. next uh, next okay. week, Poppy.